for choosing Boomers with Beverages. This time, we continue our conversation with the lovely and talented, and I mean that literally, Ellen Kingston. And welcome to another edition of Boomers with Beverages. As always, we are ecstatic to have you. Oh, we are. My, my belly button's been puckering and I'm puckering all day. That's uncomfortable. Wow. <laughs> ecstatic or just, uh, I'm just static. I was only slightly nauseous before. <laughs> <laughs> That's, That's an old line from MASH. A belly button pucker? <laughs> that was an old line from MASH. It was Hawkeye. I know, but who puckers a belly button? How do you pucker a Hawkeye, belly button? Hawkeye, evidently. My belly know, button's been puckering and I'm puckering always, all day. The more you analyze and take apart a joke, I think the, the worse it gets. always becomes. I think it was already, absolutely it is. I feel like CSI <laughs> already like my jokes. jokes. Oh, come I feel like on. I see corner dissecting Where's your the humor? Yeah, all right. No, I was, okay. belly button. Belly button puckering. It's very nice. But So you know Artie's here, folks. That's Artie Widger. Thanks. Artie is. is uh, parts of his body. Uh, Pete Molina, good to see you. I'm back. Pete's wearing shorts, mm-hmm. man. This I like that. Oh, it's good. Man. It's a beautiful day here in Central Indiana. Pete's, I, wish we, had that. I wish we had day. the old legs commercial. Who wears short shorts? Pete does. <laughs> I can see his testicles from and here. Because he, well, he wears those hot, he wears the shorts from the old ABA days. Well, they're Adidas. Well, actually, they are pretty short. Pete, My God, you're white. And he's been circumcised. You can tell. Dan Davis? Didn't take as long yeah. to go south, does Hi. it? It's, it's, yeah, uh, here I am. Oh, okay. Right after Pete's circumcision. Yes. Were you there? About I your was hands. there. I was there when they circumcised my Pete. Yep. <laughs> you, you, you played, did you play the part of the rabbi? <laughs> uh, thank you, Johnny Cash. Oh, yes. my goodness. Right. Well, that's fantastic. That's drop, really it, drop it or we'll drop you. <laughs> there we go. Right, the rim shot. Pete Molina, what are you drinking? Uh, Lime and Kugel Summer Shandy, the absolute best summer drink. <laughs> oh, really? Love it. Is it good? It's absolutely I haven't fabulous. had one since yesterday. So is, it, is it still good? Well, yes, yeah. it is. A little, uh, little warm, but well, you can't have those warm though. That's a, that's one of those yeah, beers because anytime you get the fruity flavored beers, they, they don't do well room temperature. You have to have mm-hmm. them cold. Dan, you can you can definitely um, yes agree with that. I agree with that. Maybe. Sure. Are you sure? <laughs> yeah. Yes. Thanks for playing along. Yeah, right, right, yes. What are you drinking? Yes, whatever Pete said, I agree with it. Yeah. I am drinking Bundaberg <laughs> ginger beer. Ooh, it's wow. from yeah. Australia. Delicious. And it's just thank you for giving it away. Is that just a small right. amount? That's so you a don't small get too amount. All, that's all I have left because it is so good. I got it. yeah. It's uh, it's a ginger beer made by a family owned business in Australia. This is what I'm drinking. And now it's you don't open it yet. You've shaken the can. Oh, Uh-oh. I can shake it more. Gonna, yeah, all right. Thank you. Okay. It's a, it's a, it's a Langenkugel I've not tried, Pete Molina. Peach cream? Juicy peach. Juicy peach. Well, only Ooh. you could say that. That right. doesn't even sound good. Only Artie really peach. doesn't. Artie should voice the commercial for this. Peach. Yes, peach. Juicy beer. peach. Juicy peach. If, if you, you got berry white beer, yeah. you don't need fruit flavor. Hang on, exactly. hang on, hang on. When Artie does berry white, we have to respect the moment. Respect the berry. Artie, go ahead. Do a Langenkugel juicy peach commercial as... <laughs> Langenkugel juicy peach, baby. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Is he not? Just I've never had good, hot, Now, now I feel I have to try one. Yes. Yeah, I've made it tantalizing. I'm not drinking from your can. That, no, not you, again. You are not touching my well, can. The last That's time we correct. drank out of Jim's can, we all got herpes. Oh, my God. Oh, this is horrid. Is it really? Oh, Lord. Let me, let me, let me confirm that. Just oh let it, pour a little bit. It. Pour a little in there. What, what else? Over, I, I don't care. Just pour it in there. I'm mixing this with triple X root beer. It's gone. Oh, it's not going to pop. That's that's good. Yeah. I'll Dan, have a sip. Mm-hmm. Here you go. I, I, that's enough. Don't mix that with mine. Yeah, I'm, I have some special I'm not, here. I'm not. You want to try? Cause I'm not going to finish it. Oh God. Yeah, it's not good. 
Here, give me. No, it's really not. Yes. It'd be? Okay. All right. yeah. Ellen we Kingston. have consensus. No, thanks. Peach. Good, hot, juicy peach. That's the voice of our special guest, Ellen Kingston. Mm. Hello. Mm. For those of you listening at home. Oh, that's awful. Yeah, we, <laughs> hey, we oh, agree. Awesome. It's awful. All right. Nice, nice try, Langan. Oh. So, I mean, it tastes like, it yeah. tastes like rotting flesh. You have failed How do you know? I've, I've I don't want to know. I've had rotting flesh twice. It's best not to ask no. those questions. Just, it is. But you know, it's, yeah, so we're going to cancel the meeting with Lion and Kugel about yes. the sponsor. Summer Shandy can sponsor us. Summer Shandy rocks. They make some others that are really good. Yes, I Juicy peach. Leave the peach out of your beer. No, I want, apparently they didn't test market this no, before they, they released it. I just think they like the name. They just made they the just one can and sent it to Jim. <laughs> yeah. Probably. There you go. I'm a lucky guy. All right, top of mind, I'll start it off. Hmm. Uh, always been a fan of this quote. Going to get a little philosophical here. You have two birthdays: the day you were born and the day you discover why. Pete Molina. I'm just excited. It's springtime. Uh, daylight's, uh, but I'm not a fan of daylight savings time. I, I, I don't need for it to be light at 10 o'clock at night. I'd rather have that lightness in the morning. That's it. Or just sleep later. Dan Davis? I can't do that. Okay. <laughs> I saw this meme. This is not original, but it's the funniest thing I've read in a long time. Squirrels are like cigarettes. Basically harmless unless you put one in your mouth and light it on fire. <laughs> Hardy Widgery. Uh, my thought of the day is about squirrels, too. No way. <laughs> you dick. You stole my thunder. Did you really? I'm not joking. We, we, we feed our squirrels peanuts every day. Unfortunately, I bought the wrong peanuts last week. You're saying peanuts. They have a menu? <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Yeah, they're sitting out there on the you porch can picture going, them on where's the what we want? Where's no, okay, let me get this out of my mouth. We we feed our, our squirrels peanuts every day. Well, unfortunately, I picked up the wrong kind of peanuts. I picked up salted peanuts. Now I got a whole shitload of squirrels running around with hypertension. They're out there with heartbeats of 150 a minute. It's squirrels. amazing. You don't want squirrels with high blood pressure. You don't really do don't. that. If you How feed you? your squirrels, this is, this is a public service announcement. If you feed your squirrels peanuts, make sure you get them unsalted. How do you Period. know they're hypertensive? Because they're running up my ass. It's they're running joke. up my legs. They're all over the wow. place. Don't they're they do everywhere. that anyway? They're coming back going, hey, where's our stuff? <laughs> they're all they're all crazy. They're not sodium for the squirrels. Yes, no sodium for the squirrels. Mm-hmm. Well, thank so, you we for uh, goodbye. Thank Thanks you, for thank, coming. Thank you for sharing. We do. Uh, we, we we will mention this, but we've got to take a, a, a quick quick break. But we have invited back by popular demand, mm-hmm. and because we wanted to make her suffer so many even letters. more, so many. We thought letters it was really important in. to make make Ellen rethink her career path by being on our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> this is a career path. I know, right? Yes, yeah, she lost a bet, and here she is. Yeah. Yeah. You hang with me, babe. You yeah. hang with me. So Ellen Kingston, we're going to be talking to her in just a sec. But before we do, we want to have a word from our sponsor. Remember sitting on Grandma's lap listening to a sleepy bedtime story? Or picking fragrant flowers in Grandma's garden? Baking sugar cookies in Grandma's kitchen? You can relive all those wonderful memories in the new fragrance from Boomers with Beverages called Mamma. The aroma of sugar cookies, fresh cut flowers, with just a hint of lipstick. Make Mamma a warm and cozy scent reminiscent of cuddly hugs. Mamma, coming soon from the happy laboratories of Boomers with Beverages.
Back yep. on Boomers with Beverages, <laughs> a new cologne called Mama that we're talking about. Mm-hmm. So that's a fascinating cologne. Have you guys have heard much about that? Uh, not, not my grandmother. Where would you it? get that? At CVS, finer establishments I like think, that. Uh, no, uh, Guarantee Auto, Guarantee uh, Auto, Napa, Napa. <laughs> right next to the WD forty, or maybe Michaels in the arts and crafts aisle. Maybe, <clears throat> maybe, maybe. Ellen Kingston, welcome back to Boomers with Beverages. Yes. Thank you so much. We had so much fun with you on the last podcast, and we know we could literally probably have you on. For the rest of the year, and we are talking to your agent about okay, that. Okay, so I don't mean to scare the living. She hell is out of a you. boomer. Well, yes, I am. Yeah, see? yeah, but she's on boomette. She's, she's like me though. She's on the younger side of it, not like you and Pete. Yeah, right. <laughs> no, no, no. I was born in 1955. When were you born? 56. Right. Yeah. Oh, you're close. Pete. Pete was born in 40. 43. 52. 52. 52. All right, Pete's Dan. Like, you got 60. 60. Yeah. 64. You just made the cutoff line. Yeah, so, yeah, well, somebody has to be the baby in the boomers. Yep, you know, that's well, you right. guys are all the boomers. So <laughs> for, for, for those folks that were uh, fortunate enough to catch the last podcast we did with, with Ellen, we covered a lot of stuff. I heard um, it. With I her. listened to it. Did you? It was did you, good, Did too. you really? Yeah, we, we weren't quite sure you <clears> were yes. there. I cut you completely out of the last episode, <laughs> and you didn't even notice. But anyway. Yeah, it was, it was gonna, good, though. You're listen from now on. So, Dan, kind of tell people a little bit, because Ellen and I mentioned – I was going to say this to you in the other podcast because I, I always refer to Steve Martin as the Renaissance man in mm-hmm. entertainment because what hasn't he done? Because everything he does, he does well. He's just incredible. <clears throat> you are the Renaissance woman that everybody should get to know because you have done so many amazing things in your career. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, thank you. That's whether very it's generous. Voice, a voice talent, whether it's being an actress, whether it's uh, working with uh, behind the scenes, which I think is very telling about you yeah you're not all about you know hey the, the me 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 yeah. me 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 yeah, the, we're, yeah she's not it's, it's the lights on me it's, it's all about you know you're you're okay with that and i Aww, think that's thank you i think mm-hmm. that's what's pretty cool and dan's yeah. known you for a long time and and, and the voice biz but we didn't cover some areas the last show but i know you've got more stories to tell yes i i have three words giant Gila monster. Oh man, you how were there. You get, how I'm did so you get glad he brought that up. That? What yes. he's talking about is a kind of a B movie horror film called Gila. That's being kind. About a Gila monster. I I got a call from a fellow that I had never met um, who said we heard about you and we mm-hmm. wondered if you wanted to be in our film. And I love to do film. I've only done a few, but it's yeah. really fun. It is. And um, so we shot. I want to say maybe northern Indiana a bit on a farm. Mm-hmm. Because we have to see the monster coming over the fields, yeah. and the little girl has to ride the horse with her polio braces on and all that. Anyway, I played the mother. Yes. It was a blast. It, it was, was a total it, blast. It's actually a fun film. G-I-L-A with an exclamation point mm-hmm. is what it's called. It is yeah. a fun film. Yeah. Okay, but where do you Somebody find just Where can me. you watch it? I think it was on, I think I saw it on Amazon. Yeah, I think Prime. it was on Amazon. Yeah. Right. Just, I can't if, get it on any if, mind. If you go to imdb.com yes. and you type in Gila... Gila. You'll see probably at least two films. One yeah. is the original giant Gila yeah. monster from the fifties, and then Gila. Probably what I think another one. Yeah. Which, yeah, and it was. It's you know. It's it's, it's campy. Fun. It's fun. It's, yeah, it yeah. doesn't take itself seriously at all. Are they it's similar? Just a lot are, of fun. Are, are they? Well, it's, just, one's are a remake similar? of the other. Oh, yeah. it is a remake. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah. I, I mean, I hadn't seen the original. So, what is the Gila monster battle in, in your version? Well, it's a it's a small town. Now you're going to ask me to remember this, and it's been. You know, eight. Well, let's. The girl who played the little girl is now like twenty-one. You, you can remember this. You know. Dan did a movie forty years ago, and he still talks about it oh, always so, because yeah. it's the only. We all did. Well, we, we talked about did. that memory thing. Um, <laughs> a small town, and they see this monster, and the sheriff comes out, you know, and they have to try to kill it, and it. Mm-hmm. I think it killed a girl at a drive-in or something. Yeah. You know, it's and just all in there. there. You go. Well, yeah, so it's the, all in there because the, there's like a 
That's in, the story. I don't remember <laughs> if it's in the new one, but in the original one, there's a prologue that says, you know, there's really no limit to how big a Gila monster can grow. Mm. It depends on the environment and other factors, and this particular one just happens to grow yeah, the right. size of a Greyhound bus. Right. Yeah, size of Rhode Island. So what did they basically. use for a Gila monster? Did you get like a pet shop, and they just did like special effects? No, it's, it's all special effects. Yeah. But, yeah. It's, but it's very cool. Shot with it's mini- fun. Miniatures yeah. or what? Like how they do like the – to make it look huge, how they get the effect. I don't know. Wait I just minute. did yeah, my lines. Yeah, yeah. I, I got to check this a couple, out now. A couple, of, yeah, yeah. a couple of podcasts ago, we talked about a movie that Dean Crow did. Come on. What was the name of that? Father's Day, wasn't it? No, uh, no the, 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 the geek. The geek. Oh yeah, you yeah, remember yeah. That one? Yeah, was that with Pat Jack O'Hara? Pa- yeah, Jack O'Hara. Jack, yeah, Jack oh, O'Hara. Okay. Uh, but yeah. Pat may have had a little small part. Yeah, but, you know. Yeah, Jack O'Hara was, got was the title character. Yeah. yeah, Dean Crow did some really interesting yeah. oh, stuff. Oh my god, mm-hmm. I, that's one guy that I wish I could work with again, but he's retired. Yeah, yeah. But I, a lot of people lo- are age retired. A lot of people did not like working with him, but I absolutely adored. I think you him. got him. You had to. Kind I did. Of yeah, I did. Crow. I, he, yeah, I worked. He was with crotchety on purpose. Yeah, yeah. Pete. Okay, Pete, yeah. you can take satisfaction here because I know you're listening in, going, "What are you talking about?" Yeah. And a lot of people are, but it's these <laughs> movies, Indiana. Is known for some great movies. Rudy, Hoosiers, there's others. Yeah, open break, break, Breaking Away. Breaking Away. Right. Is still open micers. Still one of, yeah, no, open micers would not be. <laughs> open micers would hey, be a, so a, in know. the same vein as the, all all apologies, the Gila, yeah. Gila Monster. There's so many of those Indiana has done, mm-hmm. the, the Dean Crow movies. They're okay. I mean, I know they're trying, but for hey, sake. But you have to understand that uh, uh, open micers was mostly on my part. Totally, one hundred percent improvised. Right, and, yeah. you, and you saved that. Maybe, maybe. Movie. Well, now I got to see that. Oh, yeah. you got to see my. I outtakes. remember doing. There, there <laughs> is for real. I love that. Well, they're, 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 the person that edited that movie unfortunately doesn't know what the meaning of edit is. <laughs> it's a five-hour movie. And, no, oh, and not quite. And, and I think you, know, you can you can vouch for this. So can you, Dan? That. Mm-hmm. That's the mo- one of the most important jobs in making a movie is the mm. oh, yeah. editor. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you know, interestingly enough, the best film editors are women. Interesting. And you I go back to the yeah. classic films of the so-called golden age of yeah. Hollywood. Wow. Women editors are usually the first choice of, of good directors. So with the Gila Monster movie, were you hoping there'd be a con- like a part two? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, we, we I don't do think one. so. No. I, I can yeah. do one with Heel- Legos, you know. I think it's a one and done. Gila, on the musical? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I did do that? I actually did a scene for a film with, with the late, great Hank McGill. Yeah. And Randy Montgomery was the director of it, comedian Randy Montgomery. It was about professional croquet. Hmm. Oh, I didn't even know if that existed, but yeah, Hank was this <laughs> professional croquet player, and we shot because they actually they have a professional croquet tournament at the is it the William Hen- whose house do we have here? Benjamin William Henry Harrison. 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 Yeah, one and of the Harrison Henry. They have one a big guys. Guys. Uh, George Harrison. Yes, they would George play. They, there's a professional <laughs> croquet. I'll be damned. Tour that wow. happened. They played. Damned. So we were down there for that, shooting some scenes with, and uh, yeah. sadly Hank. And you were the opener. I, I forget what I was, but he was, before, he was the oh. wicket. Before we could he was the wicket. He was a human wicket. It was yeah. a sticky wicket. It was. <laughs> Pete Molina, would you I'm never going to see to speak to these people again. Mm. Sorry. <laughs> well, some of them you can't. Well, uh, that's right. Yeah, it's kind of hard to. Pete Molina, you got a question for Ellen Kingston? Because I know you're always interested about the stories that she has to tell. Well, yeah, we, we mentioned retiring, and mm-hmm. you said you've sort of retired, and I think. I sort of semi-retired, and mm-hmm. Dan, and and, and Artie, and uh, and people in our age. I just curious 
what retirement means to you and and you know I, th- I just think it's an interesting topic because That's a great, great question, question because you know we when I was a kid retirement to my I saw that you worked at a job for you know 30 40 years you got your gold watch you went home and you sat in front of the TV and, di- and died and, and, and died right and, 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 oh, I'm, and I'm really serious oh, I, I saw so, so many fun. people my parents age who said well I'm gonna when I retire I'm gonna do this this and this well they never got past the first year after retirement so yeah. I see retirement as, as much different now uh, among our age groups so I'm just I'm just curious what that might mean for you and, and the rest of the, the folks here it's interesting. You're totally right. You know, I worked for the phone company for 43 years, and then they mm-hmm. sit in the recliner, and that's it. And I think we've watched that with our parents, grandparents, mm-hmm. and it's totally different now. What is it? 70s, the new 50. I yeah. really am not buying that. But um, <laughs> I just retired from the Center for the Performing Arts um, in Carmel like four weeks ago, something like mm-hmm. that. So it's very new. And it's, it's difficult because I'd been there 13 years and helped build the place, quote mm-hmm. unquote, because yeah. I designed the program of how we take care of our artists. And I was an important part of that whole thing. And so uh, for the first couple of days, it was great. I don't have to get up early. I don't have to put my face mm-hmm. on. You know, I don't have to find something to wear. And then I began walking around the house kind of – and I would I would burst into tears and say to my husband, but who am I going to be now? You yeah. know, it was such a huge part of my life. And um, then I loved it again until I looked at my bank balance, and then I didn't love it quite so much. Mm-hmm. So it's it's a chance to redefine, reinvent yourself. And what I'm doing is I have a small company called Ideal Talent, and that's my voiceover business, and I do casting. I'm a casting director and a performance coach. That's going to allow me to focus on that stuff, build that up a little bit. And so that's what I'm planning to do in my. I I do voice work, and I do you really? Do you have anything like for I wasn't me? your agent back I, in the '70s and '80s, Arthur. 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 I was going to go to Arthur, and then that, I was sure. He should have done a, like a like a dog character named Arfie. That would have been hysterical. Arfie. 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 It's Arfie. Well, it's okay, Mickey. My father could have retired at 55. He's a police officer. Could have retired at 55. Decided to hang on until he was 60, because then he would get. Full pension. Right. He dropped dead of a heart attack at 57. Oh, Never got to experience retirement. I am 62. I'll be 63 next month. And it just seems to me that I'm a lot younger than 63-year-old people were when I was 25. Yes. The same exact way. Absolutely. And and so, you know, I retired at the end of uh, 2020. And, but in a lot of ways, I'm busier than I've ever been. Right. I'm actually right. looking. I've got an interview later this week for a whole new kind of thing to do. do. Who knows? Chippendales? You know, exactly. <laughs> I've got, no, they, chip, I'm not, waiting for you to your audition. Chippendale. Yeah, I'm going to yeah, wear the chipmunk costume at uh, <laughs> Disney on Ice. I it was, so it's, a, it's a Chippendale that goes to just I want to see groups. you on ice. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I want In the see. big squirrel suit. Yeah. Yes. Just Pete, I think that's got potential. You should try that. Chippendales, it just goes to church groups. There you go. That would be big market for that, yeah. yeah but it just you never know. You know you, there, there's a lot of things out there, and there, there's stuff that you you take advantage of the experience. I mean, I do uh, PA announcing at sporting events for the, the high school I used to work at. Mm-hmm. I work, you know, part time running sound at church. I do, and there's just there's a lot of things that you can do. Yeah. Well, I think here's the here's the rub with what you do. It's great, you're busy. But what Pete does differently than you, unless I'm just is he makes money here. at the things. Well, that yeah, he does. He with, but, he's, but, but he's active. Yeah, and it's all great to have something mentally, which is incredibly important. Because if you ever mm-hmm. hear doctors talk about Alzheimer's and what's important to do as you age, it's important that you keep that brain a well-oiled yeah. machine and not get 
just right. we just, know these things now. Yeah, yeah. they didn't know these things I, I 20 years it. ago. Well, I know, but and that, it's sad. Well, it, we could have saved a lot of grandparents. No mm, joke. Mm-hmm. Yeah, think about it. Well, yeah. and, and well, we have our demons nowadays. Yeah. Besides that, but my point is with Pete is that physical activity is incredibly important. I'm not mm-hmm. saying you go play tennis, but there isn't Something. anybody. There isn't or anybody here ball. that shouldn't go for a walk every day. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, I, you know, and I and still do the ten thousand yeah. steps. I took know. I took a nice long walk with my dog today. But the thing is that <laughs> two of us at this table, one's post and the other is in the you know cancer. Yeah. Cancer is not the death sentence it was no. been twenty years. Thank, right. Mm-hmm. Thank God that I am. Yeah. Praise God, post-cancer, had a follow-up today, still cancer-free, awesome. everything is looking great. Yeah, that's a fantastic but it's not, I mean, yeah, there was, you know, there was a time when you heard that C word. It was fatal. And it was over. Yeah, you just start definitely. making your, you know, final arrangements and all that kind of stuff. But now, I mean, I've got, you know, completely recovered, all over it. And so, yeah, what else can I do? What and this is do? the thing, you can't stop, <clears throat> yeah. no matter when you retire, 60, 65, whatever, you got to keep doing stuff. D- exactly. And especially yeah. if you're a creative person, well, you can't just yes. let that yeah, go. Yeah, you know, I don't think anyone here at this table is designed to sit around and do nothing. Yeah. yeah. Correct. Yeah. So I, I've got, you know, Look I- at art. I, I mean, art is here with our podcast every damn day. Yep. And, and 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 he does a wonderful even, yeah, job. Art is here he, even when we're not. Even when we're not. <laughs> He's always at that chair. Recording, he is sitting right there. You guys are forgetting, art is the- the guy that created, and I think you see this was on ESPN, the Ocho, at three in the morning, it's the Napping League. They have, a, they have na- napping competitions. One of the founding partners. And he's yeah. one of the founding members of the, the American Napping League. That is one of the best parts about being retired, I will well, say. Well, nap- napping. Call me from yeah. two to five. No, all, yeah. all kidding aside, a nap is a good thing. Oh, I, I, I actually build in nap time in, in several days of, of yeah. a week for me. Me and too. It's, and it's very intentional. You know, 30 minutes. Yeah. Uh, oh, you're one of those 30 minutes. 30 right, minutes, I'm so refreshed. It's only, it's only oh, excuse me. An and, 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 and by the way, uh, 70 is not the new 50. 70 is the new 68. Yeah. Oh, All right. Yeah. Great. And Pete neglects to mention that his, Pete neglects to mention that his nap schedule is all fine and dandy until it coincides with his driving. Yeah, there you go. Then, do pull over. Well, like, oh, you see that God. meme shows up on Facebook. You know, how do you know when you're an adult? When taking a nap is seen as a blessing, not a punishment. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> go to your room. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Thank well, you. You know, another thing I, I see often with, quote, retirees, people will, uh, will retire from a corporate job, so yeah. to speak, um, but they want to continue to work in some capacity. And some companies, you know, are allowing those people to just remain part-time because mm-hmm. they have a lot of wisdom and knowledge yeah. that they want yeah. to continue at, at, at the company. Yeah. And, and then there, are, then there are these knucklehead companies that don't want to hire anybody for those types of positions because their mentality is, oh, you just want to use us to get to the next big job. It's like, no, I already had the big job. It sucked. I don't want to do it anymore. <laughs> I just want to come in, do something that's productive, and leave. You're, and by the way, you're fired. You're forgetting, yeah. the, you're forgetting the two words that factor in here that's making a huge difference with companies with hiring older people, work ethic. We will work. Yeah. Something desperately yeah. missing from 20-somethings nowadays. And I'm not, being, I'm not being the get-off-my-lawn guy here. It's just a fact. Yeah. It is a fact. And I'll, you, know, it's, it, you have a lot of companies that will tell you right now, they're bringing back more people. Exactly. 50 and over, 60 mm-hmm. and over. You know, maybe not in that full-blown role that you know, they used to do, but better to have that knowledge, that work ethic, and that desire to still get the job done right. Yeah. But, but, but we, like we were talking about earlier with Ellen, um, the, it's, it, it, a lot of it has to do with what your vocation was. What was your job? Yeah. Right. Okay. Now, Ellen, Ellen and I have always done a, a 
always done voiceover. And like we were talking about, we're going to be 90 and we're going to still be doing voiceovers. We will mm-hmm. still have work to do. You'll, Absolutely. You'll be, you'll be in question. hospice making the best commercials I'll, ever. Exactly. I'll have a studio yeah. Yeah. in my, in my, in my room at the, at the retirement go. center. I, absolutely. But so it, it, it all, everybody has something right. different that they're going to do post retirement yeah. because of what they can do. Right. If you're trying to do something you can't do or haven't done, for instance, I was offered a job at Meyer hmm. as a greeter. Go to hell. I'm sorry. <laughs> See, I, I could be the that's manager the line of this they damn store. Yeah, that's the people but come in, Hardy would run. be there saying, hey, go, go to hell. hell. Go, to hell. go to Walmart. Well, they were wise not to hire but me. My point, my point is. <laughs> hell is on aisle 42. Uh, two points, Ellen. My two point is, Ellen. there are certain jobs where you can stay in your lane. Yeah. 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 There are jobs. And, and that's one of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and, and not everybody can do it. We just happen to be the lucky ones. Yeah. I mean, and, and Dan. I mean, mm-hmm. we, we do the same. We do the same. Same thing. Yeah. Yes, we want to get the jobs. We have to audition, but the audition is that's, that's fun, fun too. Yeah. That's yeah, fun that's too. Fun. Well, well and you change gears as you go through this. You yes. know, I've been in that business a long time on all sides of the table mm-hmm. as a casting director, running a studio, whatever. Um, and so, you know, I tell young people when they ask me about it. First, let's say there's a young man who was in his twenties and he wants to get into commercials. You're going to be the college student. You're going to then you're going to be the young dad. Then you're going to be the older dad. You're going to be mm-hmm. the attorney, the doctor. Then you're going to be the grandparent. You know, this is one of the few businesses you can do until you croak. And yeah. then some, there are some, and I've been approached by the same thing. You know, well, how do I get into voice acting? Yeah, uh, you can't. I've heard your voice. Anyway, <laughs> uh, there are some there are some people that are built for it. There's some people that can grow into it. And then, mm-hmm. and how do you handle people? And I've had to deal with this. How do you handle people that you hear them and you talk to them and you go, think of something else? Yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, because well, you, know, you don't want to come right out and say, think of something else, you know. But. And you also have to remember, too, with voice acting, you, you are pigeonholed because you've got that deep, those pipes that mm-hmm. every time, even uh, you can do your dialects, you can do, but people still know it's already widgery. Dan is the everyman when it comes to voice. I'm saying that's kind of a, the Achilles heel when it comes to voice. James Earl Jones is always James Earl Jones, no matter Correct. what he's reading. Yes. You are Artie Widgery. Yes, but, but I can't tell you right now that everybody that listens to a spot I've done says, oh my God, that's Artie. But what I'm I saying is for people you. that are thinking about it as, as, a, as a possible that vocation, Dan Davis yeah. is a great example of it because Dan is like the next door guy, the everyman. Yeah. And that opens up the doors for a lot of people that don't have... The yeah. set of pipes that the, already well, there's some has. People, there's some people out there that can't even use diction. They yeah. don't have diction. They still, they still talk like they live in Trafalgar. Didn't, uh-huh. Alan, d- Trafalgar. wasn't it you who discovered Steve Salji? Mm-hmm. Who, are, some of our listeners may remember, he did a lot of characters on the Bob, Bob and Tom, Tom show. Right. Yep. Um, but I, I think remember you remember t- like you were in an elevator with him. Mm-hmm. Tell that and I, Well, and, and this used to happen all the time. I'd say... You know, you have a great voice, or and mm-hmm. he also had a great look, and he did yeah. a lot of on-camera stuff. Mm-hmm. You, you know, you the voice is one thing, and yes, you can train, but you've either got it or you don't right. in that aspect. That's correct. Um, and it's not about the pipes. It used to be about the mm-hmm. pipes, the sure. deep mm-hmm. voices like yeah. Billy Moore. Right. And, and Artie's got the pipes, too, but really? he also is an actor and can do the character stuff. Yes, yes. Right. And now, here's how it's different. When I started, as I said, in the 70s, you had to go to a studio. Mm-hmm. And you went, you got a call and you went to a studio and here's the script and you go into a booth and the engineer sets it up and blah, blah, blah. That was great. A lot of community there. Now, people are in their basements recording yep. at home, yep. which is great. But now you can't really compete because you don't know 
who anybody else is or what they're doing. I yeah. used to be able to say, here are the top five female talents. Here's the top 10 guy talents. And now people could be in Sweden in their basement recording something. I was consistently for, number 11 yeah. on that list. <laughs> do you, uh, but I, I don't see that as a problem. Do you well, see that as a problem? I see that as a problem for young people trying to get into the business. Yeah. Well, sure, because they don't have that. Right. It's totally different. And yeah. you can't compete the way right. you used to. You used to be up for spots, local spots yeah. mostly, right. Right. and be able to compete. Well, and with uh, when the pandemic hit, so I had retired from teaching at the in you know spring of 2020, right when all the lockdowns started right. happening, and one of the things I wanted to do post retirement was build rebuild my voiceover business, right. and so did everybody else. People are at home, and there was one particular. It's an inexpensive. It's a uh, Audio Technica 2020 some microphone that's great for starting up your home studio. Mm-hmm. They were sold out all over the country because everybody goes home and I'll build a studio in my basement and blah, blah, blah. And you go to these, you know, Voices.com or there's one out of Germany, the Badalgo. Yeah. And you're auditioning against, with Voices, literally thousands of people. Yeah. You got no idea what they're doing, what and they sound like. And you're not going to get the job. Yeah. I hate to tell you. Well, and you can also listen to the first manip- four You can manipulate your voice too, artificially. And, a- absolutely. And, 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 and be I, a voice that you're not even... That yeah. voice. Yeah, when I did know. when I did voices, I literally was cast, and I hate using the word literally, but I literally was cast by ninety percent of the auditions that I had. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I, but I'm not. Here's the other thing: what you were just talking about the the, the pandemic. Mm-hmm. When I when the pandemic hit, we got the lockdown. All of a sudden, within I'd say four days, I got more work for about two months than I'd had in my entire life in yeah. a two-month period. Wow. And it it was constant, constant, constant. And because nobody was going into studios, studios were not opening. I could record at home. Right. I could mm-hmm. send you that file. Yeah. I had yeah. everything right there to do the job. Yeah. And everybody that called me to do the job knew that. Yeah. So right. yeah. tell me right now that that did not take... Uh, I mean, that did not play an important factor, especially then. And I hadn't yeah. worked that much since, to be honest with you. Yeah. yeah. In the year 2020, I had my best year ever as a voice actor. Yeah. Do you think part of that is people were re-recording stuff to reflect the pen? Like, we have different hours. No. We're not. It wasn't. Nope. I got it a lot of that. that. It was. I, so, mine was all video game characters. Oh, okay. They, and it was all well, over yeah. the world. Oh, I had okay. Poland. I had Russia. I had Czechoslovakia. I had England. I was doing stuff all over the world. Wow. I had 28 spots, in, not spots, but 28 jobs. Wow. And most of, I would say 90% of them were all video game characters. That's amazing. But I did it all within three months. Wow. All of that was in three months. So I bring Pete Molina into the podcast. Here. Hello, Pete. How you doing? Pete, <laughs> Pete's here, by the way. Yeah, yeah just but, curious. Did you, did, you have, did you get any work in Serbia? No. Uh, actually, uh, actually, yes, I did. I did. So the the reason I, you know who the most famous Serbian is, don't you? Uh, the, 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 the tennis player. Exactly. (laughs) So what are the odds? What are the odds? (laughs) What I want to ask Pete about totally off the subject of Artie's voice career is other voices. And one of the big things, because you're a sports guy and so am I, and Ellen, you probably have one too, are play-by-play announcers. Some of the best voices to ever be on microphone are play-by-play mm-hmm. announcers. And there have been many, many good ones. Now, yeah. I know John Facenda is not a play-by-play guy, but I think of him because of the work he did with NFL Films. One of the most mm-hmm. amazing... Mm-hmm. He's the guy that, you know, the, the frozen... I was yeah. Lambeau yeah. Field. And, but Ernie Harwell. Ernie Harwell. Detroit Tigers. Vince Scully. Vince Scully. Joe Buck. Joe Buck. So do you have... A, do, you have do, you have vo- do you have favorite voices, Ellen, of people that... that not the ones in your head, but the, as far as <laughs> voice no, we, we talent. All we all do. I'm sure you do. <laughs> do you have people that stand out to you as like, oh, does, does, just amazing? I hate to tell you, I'm not sure I 
No, nobody but really. I, what's more likely is that I know the bad ones. Oh, yeah. okay, yeah. See, because I always the, uh, the voices that come to mind me. for me and, and people—they're not. You, you never know the name, but if you heard their work, you'd be like, mm-hmm. "Oh my gosh, right. I right. know this guy." Uh, so John Facenda with NFL Films. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was Ernie Anderson in the '70s and '80s, the voice of ABC TV, so incredibly distinctive. And then Don LaFontaine, who was one of the greatest movie trailer voices yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. of all time. And, right. In a world. And, well, yeah. Chuck Riley. And Chuck Riley, of yeah. course. Mm-hmm. And, and, and his brother, uh, Buster Buster Bo- Bodine. Buster Bodine, yeah. Buster had just an incredible just, Yeah. 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 We yeah. got word of that well, yesterday. Was, yeah. yeah. Actually, one of my all-time favorite voices is a local man, Alan Deck. Yeah, yeah he's great. I, I remember listening as a you know, teenager to WNAP, Buster Bodine and, and all of those guys. And Alan Deck would do these pre-recorded mm-hmm. bits on the morning show. And I remember, I don't know how I did it, but I found out who that man was. Yeah. And my very first day working at Caboose Productions in Indianapolis, it was my birthday in 1985. Aww. And I got there and Alan Deck was there for a spot. And it's his birthday too. What? <laughs> that is cool. We have the same birthday, but yeah, Alan. And actually, yeah, he is. He's he's still with us. I don't know if he's working anymore, but yeah, he's, wow. But just and that's how we met at yeah. Caboose. Yeah, at Caboose, hundred years ago, and who, Artie too. Yeah. Who who was the guy that did all the boxing? Let's get ready to rumble. That was, oh, that was, uh, was a distinct uh, uh, wrestling. The wrestling guy. No, yeah, no, 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 no. Uh, oh, Michael, wasn't it? Michael. Michael. Oh gosh, come on! It's right on the tip of my tongue. Yeah. Help me out, people. Because he, I he, have no uh, idea. Michael Buffer. Michael Buffer. Michael he, Buffer. He, he, he makes, Let's get ready to rumble. Every time that's said, he gets a check. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah, that'd smart, be nice. Smart man. We got to switch gears because we, we we are neglecting to talk about your stories, which are going to be part of your book. Yeah. So let's talk again about the book because hopefully once. That's available. We can let people know about it. We are stop one on Ellen's book tour. <laughs> yeah. Yes. And probably stop only. Do you have a um, working title yet for the book? I do. It's called Backstage Babble, Tales of an Artist Concierge. And this, you were the artist concierge at the Palladium right. in Carmel, Indiana. Yep. Which Performing is Arts Center in Carmel. Yeah. Beautiful. Beautiful. state. I mean, an incredible facility. When you, when you go by there, you think it's always been. You don't realize yeah. it's mm-hmm. still a newbie yeah. as far as theaters are concerned. But it's such an incredible facility. And I know you... you you hit on some stories the last podcast, so folks can go back and listen to those. You mentioned something about, uh, I think, Cindy Lauper yeah, that we didn't get around right. to. Well, I took care of the artists for the first uh, 10 years, I guess. And then the last three, I did a few other jobs, write and produce a gala and stuff like that. But I've taken, a care, of, taken care of a lot of artists, and that's what the book mostly is about. And so Cindy Lauper came off stage from her concert, and she looks at... Lisa, who was my assistant at the time, and she got, I mean, she's just come off. So usually we're there to go, great job, that was wonderful, and walk them back to the dressing room. She looks at Lisa and she goes, what about world peace? Lisa, what are we going to do about world peace? And Lisa's just like, good show. <laughs> I mean, random. Let's solve that problem right now. So come on, come random. back out. That was a great impression of her, though. That <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. She, that was really strange, you know, that but is very strange. you have all these artists and then when you get to spend a day with them, you learn, you know, different yeah. stuff about them. Mm-hmm. They might, like Martin Short was coming. Now, we love Martin Short. He's mm-hmm. funny. He's cool. Yes. But he was coming to do his one man show and I had done a little Googling to find out. I tried to do that to find out where they are in their life at that point. It was one year to the day since his wife passed away. Mm. So I knew it was going to be a tough day for him. And I'm glad I did that because when he walked in, I could see that he was subdued, not just... A comedian's not always on. I get mm-hmm. that thing. But 
he was subdued. And after we talked for a minute, I said, I want you to know that I know what day this is. And he said, can I have a hug? And I said, yes. And we had a big hug. He just needed to know that somebody knew what he was going Mm -hmm. through that day. I love him. I really do. And I didn't start liking him until later in my life. Yeah. Early Mm -hmm. in my life, I didn't care for him. But man, I'm telling you. I didn't like him on SCTV. Only only murders in the building. Have you seen that? I have not seen it, but I need to start watching it. I know. I do. Have you seen his kicker? I mean, he kicks my ass. He's the best part of that show. He was awesome on Second City. Yeah. Have you seen that show he does with Steve Martin? That's the one. Oh, okay. Oh, you mean the stage show? Yeah, we had that at the Palladium. My gosh, that is just so he good. He is so mm-hmm. funny. Well, we had to take him to the phone store the next day. My husband was driving, and we had the company van, and we were taking him to the phone store. He had to get a new phone because he was going somewhere. So he was on the phone in the back seat with Andrea Martin <laughs> while we're driving him to the phone <laughs> oh, store. Wow. And there was a thunderstorm in New York, and she was she's terrified of storms. So he's using all his voices, you know, to tell her <laughs> it's going to be okay. We were just – my husband and I just had tears rolling down our face because every he did all the characters to her trying to calm her down, you know. That's awesome. Who gets to be in on that? Okay. Yeah. You know? So they were at the Palladium? He was. He was. First, he did his one-man show, and then Steve came with him. At, but they were at the uh, they were at another venue, right? No, at the that? Palladium. Oh, they did a the couple. Pl- yeah, wow. because it was two different shows. I hope they come back and do it again, but I don't know. I don't know. I don't think they, they will. I don't now think they, they will like either. Well, Steve of- Martin said he's he's finished, but yeah, yeah. yeah. is he serious? Well, yeah. but he also has the the you know the Stone Canyon Rangers, right? The the band. Because mm-hmm. he that's, yeah. that's part oh, of the, that's part of my the show guess too. is that's one of his retirement things. You know? Exactly, yeah. as yeah, we yeah. discussed, he performs with them in their two man show. Yeah, you know they they do their music, which is yeah. amazing. Yeah, mm-hmm. we had well. good response with that. Well, I love unbelievable. Uh, I saw an interview with Harrison Ford. They were talking about because he's he's in a couple of different television series. He's did that uh, a new, you know what a fourth fifth. Uh, Indiana Jones. Yeah. Fifth. And he's like, yeah, people, I'm not reinventing myself. <laughs> I just want to work. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes that's it. And this is what he can do. Because he, yeah. he was, was sh- uh, Shrinks. Shrinking. Shrinking mm-hmm. is hilarious. With It's him and the guy. Jason Siegel. Jason Siegel. Yeah. Yeah. It is so fun. That's a it's film? a good show. It's a, a series. It's Apple a ser- TV. Oh, yeah, Apple TV that. series. Oh, just ten just episodes or something like that, mm. and it just it is so funny that he's like the elder statesman in this psychiatry practice. Okay. Yeah. And it's just he's he's wonderful. I'm okay. excited to see that Indiana Jones the fifth uh, movie. It's I think mm-hmm. it's Indiana Jones at the Villages. <laughs> <laughs> but when you talk about people in our industry that that want to reinvent themselves, uh, uh, we were talking about that earlier, and. There's not much to do, and I would like to see somebody push me. I really oh, would I'd like to see to push somebody you. push me oh, into something that I, oh, that I haven't done. But you know what? Push him off the think, ledge. Yeah, I think the key is you. You sometimes have to make work for yourself. Well, yeah. So that's let's say you want to do that. Of what I'm doing now. That's well, the so thing. So you and I meet and we talk and we go. What can we do? Let's yeah. create something. Yeah. That's everything I've done in my life. I have yeah. made up. So what would you leave? Yeah. What would you do if if right now you could just quit everything you're doing? What would be the next? Well, thing I wouldn't you would. quit No, you wouldn't do that. Yeah. But 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 yeah. What would you do? But the key is. Is I only know how to do performing stuff, sure. writing, directing, so, so whatever. What, where would it take so, you then? So what I'm doing now is custom cabarets for events. Mm-hmm. Or let's say a company has a, has a conference at the JW Marriott downtown, and they want 45 minutes entertainment after dinner. 
So I wrote, I write a bespoke cabaret for them. Okay, we want Broadway and Disney, whatever it's going to be. And so I hire the singers and we do the arrangements and we do that cabaret. That sounds and like a lot of fun. That's what I'm doing with part of my idea. You may have work for comedians now. Well, I may. that's also a pretty unique, <laughs> I doubt it. unique thing. Though. It's a skill set. Yeah. Yeah. But, but yeah. here's the point. Every single thing I do and have done, I taught myself. I didn't go mm-hmm. to college. I went for a minute. Didn't mm-hmm. like it. Mm-hmm. Um, I've taught myself event planning. Writing, directing, casting, but if you believe you can do it and you do the work so you're good at what you do, you really can. Well, just, you see, that's my problem. Yourself. I'm just lazy as hell, and I just don't have the. <laughs> well, I'm I'll not going to do you. that. You I am not going to do that. But see that that that, that is, you are setting your ways. Yes, I am. You, I know. I'm a curmudgeon. Guess who has control over that? Me. Okay. Well, figure it out. No, I was going to say you're, 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 If you're wanting to talk about in reinventing yourself and doing something else, you can't keep. <laughs> Keep bitching about where you're no, at. You know, you not, I would never it. bitch about where I'm at. Yeah. What I want to do is I want to find something that will push me. So, yeah. But not, you don't know what it me, is. But extend me. It has to start. It has to what I do. Yeah. It has to start yeah, yeah. by with yourself. Yeah. yeah. No one's going to push you if you don't want to be pushed. Really. But what would well, it be? be pushed? What would it be? That's what I'm talking about. I don't have a clue. Hey, Artie, she might. Artie, you're on the clock. Time's ticking. Hurry up! Hurry up! Hurry up! We gotta go. But yeah, it is something. But but I think Artie's right that that sometimes having that other person. Yeah, help you figure out what that is. Yeah, that totally. it's 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 in you, and it's going to be your choice to do it. But help somebody. F- right. Here's the thing. Yeah, but yeah. I, but not to say that I want to change. Yeah. I like doing what I'm doing. Yeah. You do. I loved. I love the voiceovers that sure. I do. Yeah. I love oh, the yeah. games that I do. Because you're good I'm at one it. Of the, I'm one of the people in this on this planet that has probably done more video game voices than anyone else. Yeah. No it's joke. A very cool. I, thing. No joke. Yeah. Yeah. And it's a very cool I thing. I get it. But yeah. I've never been to one Gen Con. Never been to one. <laughs> well, and I should, should be. You should be. Headshot, signing them for everyone. But, but the first who, thing you can do. Right, but that's, you got to do that, though. You can't wait. They're not going to come knocking on your door. Yes, they're supposed to. No. No, well, they don't. Talk to them. I'll talk to them. But, but here's Good the point. thing. So it, let's say in the next show I'm writing, I need kind of an MC, comedian MC guy. I could call you and say, hey, you want to work on this with me? Hell no. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, it's a joke. I'll call Dan. Dan's Never the mind. MC. Yeah, Dan. Dan. Artie's well, the headliner. See, Dan's the MC. Yeah, Dan's the MC. Or I write a part. <laughs> yes. You know, that's just it. You have yeah. to think, what what would I like to do? And sometimes you can and create it yourself I, or have I someone else. The, I miss theater yeah. so much. Well, well we and can I fix really that. Do. Creative community is so important. Like, you know, we've been doing this now just over a year. And it has been so much fun. Mm. So, well, you know, did you, I enjoy Did you ask really? Pete and Artie and me? I don't know. <laughs> I don't so care. Fun. Here you are. Fun. You came back. So yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm having fun. Dan's having fun yeah. by himself. I get to do, I, I do the editing. Like I, you know, put together perfect the, example. You yeah. made this up yes. and now it's a thing. Yeah. And you yes. guys all look forward to coming and doing this. And I have four. Like, like, I, yeah. It's a thing. We just like day drinking. That's why we do it. Yeah, no, I really didn't know what kind of beverages. I've got four. I have bourbon. Cooking slash baking videos on YouTube. So why don't you and Artie do I that? Think that's hilarious. Dan Davis would have never done that without this exactly, big vehicle. Exactly. Yeah. And now do I've like done a... it. And there's one, the one, my lobster bisque, which is fabulous. All right. Make it okay. so easy. Like four ingredients. But anyway, do you need you know, lobster. You know, 176 just, views. Just so in Ellen two knows. Weeks. Yeah. Dan makes lobster bisque. I make reservations. Yes, exactly. I have no doubt. <laughs> yes. And we all have reservations of ever eating at Jim's house. Exactly. We, yeah. And that's okay because you never will. There. We never will. It but won't you be can a problem. Join me at St. Elmo's anytime. But to your point, yeah. yes. It's just, but that's the thing to me that is so cool about this time in history, particularly in entertainment. Yeah. Like Gila. Yeah. Would that have gotten financing, et cetera, <laughs> in 1985? I don't think Perhaps so. Perhaps not. 
think it but was. But this time, it can you can get it out there, and people will watch it, and people you know stumble across it on whatever yeah. streaming service. And well, isn't that entertaining? Well, let me let me just jump on what you're saying. It's a great time for people with talent. However, the problem with social media is. It's made people with no talent stars. Yeah, if you got boobs then they've and, got, and, and tan, you can make it. That's I know, but, but unfortunately again, right now, they get the line. They have found a way to appeal. You get people that are bust in yeah, their butt right. trying to find... They their, found a way to appeal. It's not yeah. happening. I mean, it's you know? good and bad. I'm not yeah. a technological person at all. Yeah. That's a microphone. But, oh, really? <laughs> That's awesome. I, was, I have had to do enough to record myself at home, but I don't do any editing. Yeah, not playing with that. Really? So the technology's great. For some reasons mm-hmm. and others, it's not. I hate mm-hmm. the whole culture of look at me and watching yeah. me do my. Well, everybody feed thinks dog, they whatever. need to be a star, and everybody thinks their opinion is the most important. Right, and that's a problem. But you got to be able to you tune know. that out, which is what you I do. do. You okay. have to. You, yeah. have to, you, have to, you have to definitely get rid of the noise. But so yep. the so the book. The other thing I want to talk about before we wrap it up is the uh, the musical that you are hoping to get in other cities. Right. You you debuted it at the Palladium. So I tell did. Us, give us give us a little backstory because. It's, it, it's an important story. Oh, thank you. Well, I'll make it kind of fast. I wrote a musical called I'll Be Seeing You Love Songs of World War II because I'm very interested in that uh, era. And there's a lot of great music from that era. So I had this idea, went to my boss, said I'd like to do this. I'm thinking a smaller theater. He goes, no, no, we're going to do it on the big stage, which, well, huh? Made it a mm. whole different thing. But I did it last June, and the response was incredible. And so I'm hoping to offer three versions of it to people who'd like to book a show. Um, a full version with eight singers and a band of five, and then cut it down to smaller, smaller versions of the same show, and um, kind of have a platform to do that show. And really, anywhere in the country that you could have four hiring. casts and do it in four countries, I four, could. four states at the same big. time. Mm-hmm. And then I'm, I'm yeah. working on my next show, um, and so. You know, you have to kind of believe you can do stuff. You have to have a vision mm-hmm. for it, but you really can make things happen. But you have to first visualize it and create it. So, absolutely, give me your opinion here, because I've been trying to develop a musical called Hamilton. About a, <laughs> oh, about, that'll never work. Well, no, it's about a Hollywood actor that oh. that is out in the sun a lot. And, uh, <laughs> what? Do you wow! Think, do you think that? And then he turns into a leather wallet. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Pull a muscle reaching I mean, that far gotta, for a joke. Yeah. 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 <laughs> well, then you've pulled a lot of muscles. Dan. I have. I have. Oh, I guess exactly. But, Hurry up! I have to pee. So, in other words, you're saying don't do it. Okay. Yeah. Um, are you having bladder issues again? Always. Still. It's all good. Helen. Thank you again, Frank. Making an encore. You're, I know you've been sitting there throughout the podcast, going. Uh, uh, it's a bit of a boys' club, but I'm honored. Uh, yes, no, but you're, a, you're you. an official member. Well, we haven't and done we... anything really boy, have we? Oh, jeez, play okay. it back. All right, all right. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm glad to be here. Thank you very much. You've been edited out two shows in a row. Yeah, yeah. I hope to come back again. Well, yeah. and uh, you got to keep us up to date, uh, obviously, on the musical and on the book and all that stuff, and however we can help promote. And make thank people you. aware of it. We want to do that. So again, thank you very much for sharing yeah. your stories, your uh, in- incredible uh, entertainment world that you've been part of, and I hope you're part of for many, many, many more years to come. Thank you. Appreciate so, it. We appreciate you, Pete Melinda. Yeah. Thanks for bringing your short shorts to the show. <laughs> oh, wait, Always short happy shorts. to be here <laughs> in short shorts. I know, Pete, you're the best. You're, Pete's, Pete's a good sport. He is. He's, he's, next, taller, he's very sit, tolerant. Sit isn't next he? to Artie. He's like a golden retriever. Artie goes into his latest soliloquy, and Pete's like, well, just wait. <laughs> I'm sorry, Pete. I'm sorry, Pete. Pete, you can talk eventually. <laughs> Artie thinks. Say something. It's a thing. He okay. can't. You can't right. get a word in. Artie, Artie, I'm going to let you go because I know your bladder's calling. 
Thank you. Uh, Dan Davis, thanks for uh, yes. stopping by. It's good to be here. I'm yes. glad this is the, the peak of your career. <laughs> it is the peak. It is. <laughs> is that? I have hit my high point. Uh, eventually, Dan's going to say, this is as good as it gets. This is, <laughs> we're having big fun. Yeah. Art Baker, you did a great job. Thanks, man. You did really, really well. Uh, I still can't hear myself. And you have passed the uh, you passed the <laughs> audition. I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. kidding. So congrats. Anyway, boomerswithbeverages.com is our website. Art, uh-huh. you want to tell them a little bit about YouTube? Uh, YouTube, we're on BWB-45. Or no, no, B- BWB-TV at 645. See, okay. stop oh, asking me things. Tight. Here's the right one. I'm there testing your memory. At BWB-TV 645. Yeah, Type that in your... I just had it rearranged. That was it. Which makes a difference, believe it or not. Yes, it does. It really does. Just go to YouTube. Put in Boomers with Beverages, you'll find it. Yeah, I go to YouTube and just put in BWB-TV and it comes right Exactly. We're right there. Right there. At the bottom. Because we're so popular. better Google than I do. I do. All right. I'm sure you do. I have Google Plus. I have Super Google. Super Google. So Nana and Boomer. And Mega Google. Mega Google. And Google Google. All right, shut up. (laughs) And that's the end. (laughs) Yeah, I think we'll cut it there. Thanks for listening to Boomers with Beverages. Sound recording engineer, Art Baker. Audio editor and post-production technician, Dan Davis. Showrunner and distributor, Taylor Scott of iPodcastPro.com. (laughs) 